In today's world, people face challenges and struggle with themselves. Every Sunday on the I Am Podcast, we will explore different tools that people have used to face and overcome struggles in their lives. We will implement these tools in our lives and ensure that we become a better version of ourselves. Welcome back, everyone. I'm here again this week with Mr. Twilly Philly. Um, if you didn't catch episode one. Born and raised in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Uh, Hattiesburg High Class 2001, like you said. You know, I got my blessing from trying to be a blessing. Uh, a guy that was real close to me uh, by the name of Doc, he had built the, um, a, a convenience store in Hattiesburg. And I mean, he built it from the ground up. He owned the land. Uh, and that was that was historic in itself. We, you know, I had a couple of billboards around the city with my name on them, and so I took my name. I wanted to take it and do something with the restaurant to make it, uh, you know, make it profitable. It's definitely gonna be time to try things that don't work, but that's, you know, keep going, try something else, try something else, and keep going. Go back and check it out before you listen to this week's episode. Let's get right into it. How did you practice discipline? when you still had people that depended on you that you needed to feed, that you needed to do whatever you had to do for? Well, I, for myself personally, I had to remove myself from uh, the environment of my hometown. Uh, you know, we was born and raised in Hattiesburg, but uh, my wife went to school at Tougaloo and was teaching in Jackson. And, uh, you know, I know you know it, but for those who don't, she's... Uh, the daughter of a legendary teacher at our high school uh, who passed away and whatnot, but she's like the ultimate responsible person, credit score down to 800, you know, she just one of those. So we went ahead and bought a house, you know, she had a new job at the Northwest Rankin High School. And those, one of the streets in the neighborhood is named George W. Bush Street, just to give you an idea of the neighborhood. So, I mean, <laughs> we don't have no crime whatsoever, you know. So my thing was, let's get a house in an area like this. Uh, I get a job. I figure, you know, I figure out the job thing. Uh, I had uh, actually finished and got my degree at University of Southern Miss. Uh, went on and finished up the classes I needed to do to get that. Um, and so I proposed. We got married and we bought a house. Uh, but I'm saying all that to say that I had to remove myself from the environment. I went to Jackson and worked in the. Uh, hotel industry she had a friend at this point i was a convicted felon i had a drug trafficking conviction so I, it was hard to get a job even with my college degree but she had a friend who worked at a hotel and said hey if you want to come cook breakfast i need a cook uh it's part time but you know at the time i'm sitting home doing nothing for a couple weeks in a row so i'm you know getting answers as it is and so it was part time but i did it for about a year I worked that job for about a year, and I literally had never cooked anything. Uh, I'm my only child. I don't have brothers and sisters. I just had a, my child be four years old uh, in December. So I never had a reason to cook. So, like, literally the first morning, I cooked grits. The grits boiled over and went all on the floor and, you know, all of that. So it, it, I, I definitely, uh, you know, was just taking a chance and doing something. You You're know. like, man, they about to fire me today. Man, I can't even cook grits. And I literally, I say, if you, uh, for people who know how to cook, I had one of those big pots, and I put 
the whole damn bag of grease in there, and I filled the pot to the top with water. I didn't boil the water first or nothing. Anybody who cooking it, who cooks it, uh, you know, a buffet style cooking, know exactly what happened. You came in, you couldn't even walk in, and hot grease all over the floor. And, you know, so like I said, this is on my first day. You know, but the discipline came when getting my butt out to bed four thirty in the morning, being there for five thirty. Having that breakfast out for six. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? I had to develop that discipline. I had a little money saved up, so it wasn't a uh, thing where, you know, the checks was covering anything. You know, the checks pretty much put gas in my car. But I know I needed to stay away from the, the, the you know, my environment uh, where I could make a quick couple dollars by just making a few phone calls or whatever, you know. I had to stay completely two hours away from that. Get that out of my system. Learn how to work, uh, you know. And in, in this process, while I was doing that part time, I started the business plan for the Twilly Fit. Um, and I actually sat down and wrote up a business plan, a little, you know, 10, 11 page business plan. And I didn't. Um, now we talking about maybe ten months. I've been there, so the money's drying up. You know, it's time for me to find something to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, uh, like I said, a little part-time job wasn't cutting it. Well, I went to writing that business plan. My dad stumbled across it while he was up there visiting and uh, surprised me with a little grill, a gas grill. And I went from there, you know. Man, so you went from, but you know what's interesting? How, how things work, life work, and you saying it's a blessing you also was able to get away from your environment and develop the skills you needed to make Toilet Phyllis succeed because you end up getting that job in the kitchen. Right, and actually, not, and to, to fill in the gap on that, I got the job in the kitchen, but of course, like I said, it, was, it had been a year or so it passed, and uh, my money you know, was kind of drying up, so I had to get another job. I got a job at Crystal's, uh, like a manager, a job at Crystal's, using my lab, um, degree or whatever, but I, it was it was terrible. It was, it was a terrible experience. I worked there for about three months. I couldn't do it. But to everything, I got it from Crystal. I took the information that I learned on that job as they trained me and used it to create my own restaurant. Because I know everything now. Now I know how to run a Crystal, so what's stopping me from, you know, opening my own thing? Do I had to step out on faith, but I'm saying faith. I had my knowledge. I had the knowledge from them. And then at that time, the people who was renting out the kitchen, uh, Doc's Kitchen, you know, his family had took it. They didn't like it for a while, so they rented out to somebody else. Well, that person was leaving. And then that brother called me. He just kind of mentioned, like, yeah, the kitchen's going. You think you want to run? Well, at this point, I'm ready to leave Crystal. I got the information. I got the sandwich. All I got to do is put hamburgers and chicken tenders and everything else with it. Let's go. And there it is. Yes, sir. I like the way you reframe that thinking because you get a lot of people like, damn, man, I work at McDonald's or I do this or I do that. But you took that time, even though it was a shitty situation, and you end up developing your business and how you run it. And you kind of just use what you could from the bullshit situation you was in. Right. Right, and I learned from their mistakes. I look at everything that made the situation bullshit, and I don't do that in turn in my restaurant. Like, for instance, one of the things that they would do to save payroll, if it's kind of slow, you send people home. 
But now you got people who drove 20 minutes and got a babysitter and, and, and did all this to get to work. Well, you're losing good people like that because they ain't going to say, well, hell, I'm going to work for McDonald's. I ain't got time to keep coming up here. You're going to send me home. I do not send any good, yeah, good, you know, you know how you have some employees that you don't care about it or not because they're not doing nothing nowhere. But good employees, I never send them home. I don't care how slow it is. I don't care what the payroll, how bad I'm struggling to make a payment or whatever. I never send good employees home. Um, another thing I noticed that one of the managers there, it was kind of loud and abrasive and, you know, she was good at her job, but whenever it was busy, she would come on the line and kind of interrupt people just to find out what's going on. Where y'all at? And step in the way of people who, you know, actually work. So I, I learned how to, when it's busy and I walk in the kitchen, yeah, I'm definitely finna help out, but I learned how to kind of ease my way in and not disrupt everything that's going on, you know? So like I said, I'm saying all that to say that. A lot of picking up game and, and learning from other people's mistakes um, is what a lot of us kind of miss uh, miss out on that, you know, worried about this, worried about that. But just pay attention to what's around you and watch what everybody, all the things you complain about, figure out what's making them wrong and correct, it, you know, when it's your turn. Exactly, because if you could solve somebody's problem, you can get paid for it. Oh, man, every day of the week. You know how much money the guy will make pockets and, and, and pay every time leave out so pockets and the pay got to pay him? You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's people who make money, man, in so many ways. It's so many ways. Exactly. The people who make the cup for Starbucks. Come on, man. They got to get paid. <laughs> exactly. They got to get paid per cup. You understand what I'm saying? And, and less overhead. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But like I said, it's all about application and applying yourself, man. You know, one of the things I always say when I talk to kids or um, students or whatever is like, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you all about 30 minutes a game and, and I'm going to give it to you free. I'm going to give it to you by the gallon. I'm going to give it to you by the teaspoon. But the thing about it is this. You, it ain't going to work regardless if you ain't focused. The people here that's going to make it, you know right now you're going to make it. It ain't nothing I can say to you that's going to help you or hurt you. You know right now what you're going to do. And the people who ain't going to make it, you know right now you ain't going to make it. But you're just going to get in their way. But it ain't going to matter because they're going to make it anyway. And that is by the gala. That ain't no teaspoon. It ain't a lot of people that's going to tell you straight up like that. Yeah, yeah, because like you said, they're going to push the foot with you. And everybody can do this now. Yeah, everybody can, but we all know, listen, fam, you're going to make it or you ain't. We know plenty of guys who had all kind of sense and, uh, you know, could have did this, did that, but, you know, they ended up where they ended up because they didn't apply themselves. Yeah. They didn't have a discipline. You know, they didn't find that discipline. You know, you have to find it and apply it. Here at the I Am Podcast, man, I try to link the world with people who got real-life stories who have overcome a lot of obstacles. What would you tell those people man that don't see anything else but their current situation yes yeah, it's, it's tough it's tough because you know you got some situations where you you know it's, it's so much um bullshit involved where you can't see past it and i can relate you know i, I definitely had some dark days in my time but like i said earlier you know the thing about it you you know right now whether you're gonna make it or not so if you got that fire burning in you it's gonna be people who talk down on you or push you back you know you and listen i get customer complaints and um, you know, stuff like that every day, but you can't let it stop you, you know. It's no, uh, it has to be no quitting, you know. It, it's, quitting can never be an option. You know, you can switch directions. You can change which way you're going. You can switch your GPS, but you can't take your foot off the pedal. You know, you, you got to keep going. 
and you got to get past that and, and just realize that the days are going to pass regardless whether you put the effort in and time in to get where you want to go you know 10 years from now is going to be 10 years from now regardless so the question you got to ask yourself is can you say you actually tried to become what you want to become or did you just remain what you are um Man, that's, that's something you got to talk to the person in the mirror about, you know, but the person in my mirror won't have it. You understand what I'm saying? He he He's not going to accept anything. Mediocre never had no will. Um, and even during the times when we was forced to, to apply discipline and do things that really didn't produce on the level that we wish, it, we still maintained integrity and knew that that wasn't the end of the road. Yeah. So we always know that, you know, you only thing that can stop you is you. Nothing else in this world can stop you. Regardless of what people say, they can't stop you. That's just their opinion. But their opinion doesn't make you go or stop. You know, only thing that can stop you is you. Again, giving it to them by the gala, not by the teaspoon. Yeah, man, we ain't got that kind of time. <laughs> Each week I ask the guests to give, because I'm big on affirmations. So... And that's kind of like positive self-talk, kind of like you said, man, looking in the mirror, coming to grips with yourself because you define you, nobody else. And so um, I asked the guest to give an I am statement or I am affirmation that our listeners can implement into their daily lives. If it's one I am affirmation that you could give someone uh, to tell themselves in the mirror when they... When when they when it's just them and they self in the mirror, man, and they got a man up or woman up, what would that I am statement be? Um, I would have to sum it up with uh, I am worthy. Uh, I, I would think that that's the thing that um, each and every individual needs to know that they are worthy. They are worthy of fulfilling their dreams. They are worthy of becoming the things they want to become and having the life they want to live. Even if you are, uh, you know, I hear a lot of women say they want husbands or, you know, stuff like that. You, you, that's something that, uh, well, that's definitely different, a whole conversation. But you still are worthy. You know, everyone's worthy to become everything that they want to become and be everything they, you know, get everything they want to have. And I think that's the main important thing to know, that you are worthy, that you are valuable, and that you deserve everything you want. Anything you're willing to have, you just, anything you're willing to work hard for, you deserve I am worthy. I am valuable. I like both of those. For sure. So, Before we end it out, man, let me say loud and clear, man. I'm proud, brother. I'm proud to be on this podcast with you. Like you say, we came up together. I watched you. You watched me, man. I'm proud. These friends and wings, you left town. You know, a lot of us were scared to go past the coast. You understand what I'm saying? We from, and you went from uh, Louisiana to California, and Rocking and rolling the whole way, man. I ain't skipped a beat, brother. So I'm proud of you. I'm proud to be a part of the podcast. And, you know, anything 20 Finney can do for you, brother, I ain't got to tell you. The door is always open. Man, thank you. I appreciate that. Man, let the listeners know a little if they wanted to. Cause, cause that toilet filler is unique. Hey, I came down there and I said, man, I gotta, I gotta see what this is. And, and I wasn't disappointed. So, man, if you could get a listener's the address and uh, how they could get in touch with you or, or follow Twilly Phillips, man, on social media. Most definitely. The address we're down in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, 2611 West 7th Street, uh, right behind the University of Southern Miss, uh, right next to the major highway, US 49. So if you have in town, you can't miss it. Stop on by. 
Twilly Philly, and all social media. That's going to be T-W-I-L-L-I-E. P-H-I-L-L-Y, Twilly Philly. And that's on all social medias, all one word. Man, yes, go check them out. I'm telling you, you won't be disappointed from breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Yes, sir. Man, thank you for showing love, man. Thank you for talking to the audience that I feel like uh, needed, that I needed to touch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anytime, brother. Anytime, baby. You know, personal and professional. Anything you ever need from me, bro, you got it. Ah, and there you have it. Join us next week. And don't forget throughout the week to go on my social media pages and leave comments. If there was any questions that I didn't ask that you would like uh, Mr. Twilly Filler to answer, go on there, leave a question, leave a comment, and I'll make sure that we get your questions answered. Also, hit like and give me some claps on Anchor or Google Podcasts. I would really appreciate that. Have a great week.